Mistakes are a part of life. You can't avoid them. All you can hope is that they won't be too expensive and that you don't make the same mistake twice. That quote is from the late Lee Iacocca, which aligns perfectly with today's Career Growth Made Easy episode, Work Smarter, Not Harder in 2022. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. Happy New Year and welcome to 2022. For today's episode number 85, we're talking about working smarter, not harder in 2022. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty interesting. I think it's going to be an awesome, fun, and tip-packed episode. So let's get started. I opened up the intro from a quote from the late Lee Iacocca. And I said, Mistakes are a part of life. You can't avoid them. All you can hope is that they won't be too expensive and that you don't make the same mistake twice. That got me thinking about the content for today's show. If you're someone that feels overwhelmed at work, then this episode is right for you. We're going to talk about ways to work smarter, not harder. That means you can actually accomplish more by doing less. That's right. It turns out it's all about your effectiveness and efficiency. Now, you might say, Craig, hold on. I work a lot of hours, even some overtime and weekends. I put in a lot of time. But you know what? Regardless, if you manage small projects and small tasks you work day-to-day, or you work long projects that span weeks, months, or years, this feedback is for you. In fact, I was looking up quotes as I found Lee Iacocca's, and there's a couple that I'll be referencing today that are from him. And he mentioned, over the years, many executives have said to me with pride, boy, I worked so hard last year that I didn't take any vacation days. He said he always feels like responding, You dummy, you mean to tell me you can take responsibility for an $80 million project and you can't take time to plan two weeks out of the year to have some fun? Wow, that's kind of harsh, but really the first sentence is what I would like to focus on. How much time have you taken for you? How much time have you taken for personal development, personal growth, and even more importantly, some Self-help, some self-relaxation. I like to use a quote that I've coined over the years as I coach people, and they tell me about how hard they worked and how many hours they put in, similar to this discussion topic. Most companies and jobs are machines. If you keep giving, they will keep taking. Most companies and jobs are like machines. If you keep giving, they'll keep taking. You need to know when enough is enough. And when you're overloaded at work or on a particular topic or task at work, you might need to raise your hand and get some help. But before you do that, take a look and evaluate and determine how effective and how efficient are you truly operating with your current job. Sometimes, If you feel overloaded, 
there are ways that you can work smarter, not harder. When you make good decisions with consistent choices, you're on the right path. However, if you're not careful, fear, stress, and anxiety can grip all of us and we can become overwhelmed very quickly. Years ago, I read a book from Dr. Travis Bradbury, and it was titled Emotional Intelligence 2.0. It talks about how we use our emotional intelligence and our ability to communicate in our daily lives and how we can use it to greater strengths and greater abilities. After reading his book, I was working on a particular project at work. And I realized I started to feel uncomfortable that I was having an emotional change. Trying to determine what my emotional state was about, I pulled out his book and there was a chart in it that talked about the feelings that I was having along with the level of strength, low, medium, high, extreme. And I realized looking at that chart that I fit into a particular category that was showing me that I had very strong emotions about a particular topic. I backed up from there and said, hey, what was the trigger that caused me to become or react this way? When I realized what it was, I then was able to start working on improvement techniques to monitor my emotional state. And when I caught myself, if you will, being emotionally hijacked or emotionally pulled or drawn into a certain state, I was able to work through it and back out of it slowly and find ways to implement corrective actions. Now that's a very brief summary of what I worked through, but my point being, we need to be aware of our emotions. And if you can keep even a small part of your awareness about the state that you're in, it really helps if you're going down a path where you're starting to lose logical, thought-driven control and being pulled into an emotional state, which again might contain fear, stress, or anxiety. Now, if you don't identify with any one of those three points, fear, stress, or anxiety, maybe you identify with fear of the unknown. If you've ever had to do something that you're not comfortable with, or that you're simply unfamiliar with, that could be classified as fear of the unknown. It all depends on how you handled it. When you're asked or told to do something that you've never done before, whether it was a simple task or a more complex project, did you feel like you were gripped with fear and overwhelm? If so, you could have been part of that emotional hijacking that I talked about. It's the way that you're processing that information. Now, the ability to make decisions is very important in our lives. And sometimes when we choose not to make a decision, we therefore have made a decision, if that makes any sense. It's basically fear of a decision allows us to procrastinate. And we procrastinate, our actions, our responsibilities can back up. And when that happens, time erodes. Let's say that you're on the path to making a correct decision, but you just were unsure of yourselves, unsure to commit, unsure to make that statement, to send that email, to make that phone call, to raise your hand and comment on a particular situation. The more time goes by, the worse it's going to be for you to make that decision. 
the lesser of an impact it will have, and costs may increase due to the fact that there was an indecision made or a non-decision. Referencing Lee Iacocca once again, even a correct decision is wrong when it was taken too late. Take a look at how many times in a day you have the opportunity to make decisions. It may be in big meetings and boardrooms. It may be in small groups, peer groups, team groups. Or maybe it's when you answer a phone call or when you choose to respond or not respond to an email or a voicemail. Each one of these are decisions that you can make and that you have the opportunity to improve on. Did you know that there's charts out there that talk about the cost of implementing change in a project over time and they compare it to the ability to influence project success? And those charts are nearly opposites. You have the ability to implement change in a project or a task very strongly early on. That's because the foundation is not yet built. You're still putting the pieces together. You're kind of organizing it and planning it out. As time goes on and you get into engineering design and then you start to get into release phases and manufacturing and start to get prototypes made, if you will, we're talking about a hard product, a tangible product. Your ability to influence the project success starts to reduce because not only does the cost of implementing change skyrocket because you're so far down the manufacturing path, but it's very difficult to make changes now that you've got a plan laid out and you're marching to that beat. So if you're going to make changes in a project, a task, whatever it may be, and that change could include making a decision, and then possibly an unpopular decision at that, you want to do it as early on as you can. I'm not talking about how assertive you are or how aggressive you are, but it really comes down to the ability to act or the choice of inaction. If you're overwhelmed and it comes down to email and texts, I have a solution for you, and it's on my website, free to download, craigansell.com forward slash resources. I've got a detailed help guide that walks you through how to handle incoming emails more efficiently and more effectively. It helps you answer them more quickly and also write more quickly so that you're getting your point across more efficiently and effectively and you use less time to do so. You'll find that you're using the phone less for follow-up because your emails are getting the responses that you truly needed. And when you send out emails, you're not getting as many replies. In fact, I call that email volleying when you're ping-ponging back and forth trying to get information. So if the overload and overwhelm comes from email or text, check out that free download at my website. Next, if you're someone that has fear, stress, or anxiety related to decision, or rather indecision, start thinking about ways that you can implement small changes in your life so that you make those decisions early on. Now, if you're not comfortable with, we don't have the knowledge or the experience, talk to a peer in your group, talk to your supervision or leadership. You're in your role for a reason, and you have certain bounds, a certain scope that you're supposed to apply to your job. You should be trained and comfortable in what you do. In a sense, you have authority to make decisions for a certain section of your work. So make sure that you're making decisions in your life. Start slowly with small choices and small decisions 
and you'll realize you're starting to take your to-do list, your task list down. And rather than building something for 2022 and feeling like, oh, I have so much work ahead of me, it's becoming large and almost insurmountable, try to manage it a little more differently so that you knock it down, again, working smarter. I wanted to mention there's a key episode that goes along with our free resource download, overloaded by email and text. It's episode three of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. So go ahead and jump back into the archives and give that a listen. That was episode three. I just remembered I had a prior episode talking in greater detail about emotional intelligence. That's episode 40, titled Becoming Aware of Your Emotional Intelligence. You might want to go back and give that episode a listen. If you'd like to do something different, something beneficial for yourself in 2022, wait no further. We can work together one-on-one virtually with any one of our four types of coaching sessions. If you're unhappy at work, even considering leaving, Discovery Coaching is right for you. I'll help you walk away with a clarified understanding of your current situation, increased motivation and confidence with a mapped out improvement plan, and decreased frustration and more direction. Maybe you're interested in a specific job and you'd like to increase your odds of winning an interview when you submit your job application, then targeted job coaching is right for you. Next, do you need help preparing for an upcoming job interview? Whether it's virtual, recorded, or in person, You'll get the best tips on how to communicate the most value to your future company with interview alignment coaching. When your messaging reflects your benefits, you're more likely to receive a higher pay offer. And last but not least, if you're interested in advancing within your company or your career field, get action steps to position yourself as a high performer today. Try our high performance coaching with yours truly. I'm Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Here's to a blessed, happy, and productive new year for 2022. Talk to you next week.